Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined on the line by Phoenix, who has two shows in the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, one of them is Psyche, and the other one is uh, Mind Games, his comedy stage hypnosis show. Uh, how are you doing, Phoenix? I'm wonderful. I'm looking forward to getting down there, Stephen. Thank you. Well, we can't wait to have you. Um, people have been raving about your work and your show. Uh, what kind of sets you apart from the other magicians and mentalists around? Yeah, my show is different in the way that, I mean, if you were to take a sliding scale of uh, what, what's considered illusion in the world of mentalism and what's genuine psychology, I tend to be up more the end of general psychology. But the objective of that particular show cycle is to really blur the lines between what's possible and what's impossible. And it's we're working out quite well. Cool. And uh, so Psyche is the show we'll probably talk about first. Um, you are doing a stage hypnosis show, which I imagine is very much uh, interactive. Uh, what's What will happen for people when they come to see Psyche? Well, I mean, as a, as a mentalist, there is one particular, uh, a very different part about that show. I mean, most mentalists will stay away from any big effects that, say, escape artists or illusionists might do. But at the end of this particular show, I do end up doing a water tank escape. And it is unusual, as I say, but my uh, theory in the beginning was that if I wish to be able to demonstrate the control of other people's minds, I should probably start with controlling the abilities of myself, from heart rate to breathing and everything else involved. And the show actually involves a rather large twist, which is often unusual for a mentalist show as well. A rather large what, sorry? A twist. Uh, oh, twist, something sorry. Unexpected in the show, yeah. Yeah, just the uh, line's not hugely clear, but we'll persevere with it. Oh, have you changed something? Uh, yeah, I turned it around a little bit. Is that any better? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bit better. So it all end with a all end with a twist, and you know that's what you like with a magic show as well. Um, with the with the water trick, how much of that is kind of an illusion and sort of magic trickery, and how much is it actually controlling breathing and all the kind of internal stuff that you need to do in your body? Good question, actually. That is a really good question. You don't get asked that too often these days, but uh, I'm quite glad you did. If you see a lot of the typical illusionists with the, uh, the water tank escapes, you know, there's a lot of curtain up, curtain down, misdirection things going on. When I do it, I'm in full view right until the, the, the last seconds of which I need to be. So you're seeing me under the water, uh, literally holding my breath for quite some time. And the audience is also invited to take part and see what that feels like from, the, uh, from where they are as well. But yes, mm. you'll be seeing the whole thing. Because, I mean, there are some there are free divers and people that do kind of train themselves to hold their breaths for a ridiculously long amount of time, like into the minutes, where, you know, it can be it can get harder for about 10, 15 seconds sometimes. Um, and so you've really got to try and, I guess, control yourself and really try and really, really relax yourself to be able to do that without kind of stressing out because you're not getting any oxygen in or carbon dioxide out. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you've also got to be performing to the public which is stressful and anxiety creating and your head first or totally immersed in water. Like that's a lot of stress and a lot of stuff you've got to get over. It can be, it can be. And, and it's funny you mentioned the free divers. There are a lot of those techniques that I took on board when I was training for this because I didn't want to be someone that does it in just a short time. That's uh, so just a trick. I wanted it to be seen as uh, being under there for as long as I possibly could because I'm, I'm trying to do this for real. And when I'm under the water, like you say, at the end of a... Uh, I essentially had to train for minutes extra of what I even do on the stage and what I do on the stage is well over that time as well. But mm. training for those extra minutes is... Um, I mean, by the time you've reached the end, 
end of a show, a 50-minute show, your heart rate is going. You've been talking, you've been moving around on stage. You've got the music and any small choreography there before you get in. Once you get in, yeah, there's no way out until you get yourself out uh, using the techniques that you use. But like you say, yeah, you have to do a lot of training and at least be able to do four times over what you can do on stage. Yeah, definitely. particularly like just in case. I mean, you'd have a whole lot of safeguards in place, but just in case something goes wrong, you still need to be able to... Well, you don't have any choice. You still need to not be breathing until you can either signal get someone to get you out of there or something else can happen. Like, you'll be Absolutely, and there's been one or two times where it went... Yeah, there's been a couple of times where it did go sideways. One wasn't actually in this tank. I've had one in this tank where it, which was a bit too close and one in another tank where things went uh, almost quite horribly wrong as well. So, yes, you're absolutely right. You have to be a bit, a bit panicking at that stage if something goes wrong and then having to regain your heart rate so that it doesn't burn through all the oxygen is quite an experience. And it's, yeah, it's um, testing. And is that something where you, given that you're doing a hypnosis show as well, is that something where you almost have to self, self-hypnotise yourself or yeah. you just really yeah, have you're, to you're, 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 you're on the money. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And that is, and you can see uh, me doing that sort of thing and almost, I wouldn't say going into a deep trance state by any means, but certainly using the exact same calming techniques that are used in hypnosis to, to put myself into a, you know, a slower state, a more relaxed state so I don't burn through the oxygen. You're absolutely right, yeah. Awesome. So I think, you know, we, I went through and I, I, when I was talking to another um, hypnotist and mentalist, Isaac Lomond, earlier uh, for his, his show, he was talking about the four, four or five stages that are in terms of a hypnotic trance and kind of relaxation, how they're all kind of interlinked in terms of brain chemistry and how you actually get into that. And so, you know, you have to, you'd have to go fairly deep. Yes, definitely. And Isaac would know he's a brilliant hypnotist himself. Um, yeah, that is exactly right. You find that basically a level. It's, it's kind of a cross between, uh, I guess, a hypnotic state and a meditation state of which you can just lower your heart rate and you you know, you're, you're breathing and whatnot. Just concentrate on that. And uh, it's funny as it sounds to be one with the tank, if you will. <laughs> and how long is it taking you to kind of train yourself to be at this level? Uh, the mentalism side's taken a lot more. The psychology has taken years and years of study. The tank took, I mean, I've always been in the fitness, um, into fitness myself and several different sports. So learning to control heart rate wasn't as heavy. That was due to a, a you know, rather elongated martial arts background where meditation is a it's a large part of that, but uh, as I say, the mentalism has taken well over 20 years. I started studying that when I was a child, so yeah. that's taken a lot longer, yeah. And obviously, so we've spoken a bit about the, the, the big final uh, stunt, I suppose, in Psyche. What, what else are we going to see during that show? Uh, it's funny. I mean, I mentioned a stunt, and uh, even without the tankers, the finale in that show, there is a huge finale twist, as I say. But I can't give that away. No, obviously. don't do that. So, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't do that. But yeah, the the, the influence and uh, the reading of people in the show is a lot of fun. I think one of people's most favourite, in fact, hands down, the most favourite thing in that show for people tends to be the old clairvoyance routine, which is a routine that has only really been able to be performed by a few mentalists or, if you will, psychics from uh, from history. I'm not really a, a believer in psychics as such, but I know I'm using the same techniques, and it tends to be rather, rather convincing of psychic ability, and it's always a crowd pleaser. Is this the thing that's known as like cold reading? Uh, cold reading definitely plays a part, but there's about seven to eight different methods or techniques that are infused in this to make it really appear as though it's psychic. It's, it's, a, it's the clairvoyance. Some have, some have known it as the oracle routine, and it, it's just, I mean, there are part, elements in there that if you were to hear that, you'd be thinking, yeah, there's, there's no way that that's just 
cold reading. It's too specific. Yeah. Um, the hit rate is exceptionally high. Wow. And so you're literally just pulling someone out of the audience and giving them an experience and the whole audience. Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's always the part people are talking about, even more than the tank itself after the show. Awesome. Well, that's uh, Psyche by Phoenix, and you know we've just spoken about two tiny, tiny parts of uh, what is a 55-minute jam-packed show. Uh, plays the Peacock at Gluttony uh, from the 13th, so from this Friday through to the 22nd of February. So it's a relatively short season for the Adelaide Fringe. Um, tickets on sale through Fringe Sticks and more details at adelaidefringe.com.au and link adelaide.com.au. Uh, but along with Psyche, Phoenix, you are doing some mind games comedy stage hypnosis as well. That's right. It's uh, it's a whole lot of fun. There's no belittling or humiliation. That stuff is, honestly, that's hypnosis in the 80s, if you ask me. This is just a whole lot of fun. Awesome. And uh, this is going to be at uh, La Petite Grande et Gluttony. Uh, again, similar dates, 13th to the 22nd of February. Uh, so this is a kind of uh, stage hypnosis where we see the audience get up on stage and uh, you make them do tricks. Definitely, definitely. We put them through uh, a whole series of different uh, psychological phases that they go through, but they are absolutely hilarious, and they end up being the rock stars of the show. That's It's a show where I'm at, but they're the stars. Maybe. Yeah, so Psyche is very much about you being in the firing line and you being the front foot in terms of being the entertainer and entertaining the audience, yeah. whereas Mind Games is very much turning it back on the audience and uh, making the audience right. work for you. Exactly. Well, well said, yeah. Uh, what, are some, what are some of the kind of stranger things and some of the things you've really, really enjoyed seeing people you put under hypnosis get up to? That's, oh, that's a great one. I think it's it's such a stable uh, in the show. And, I mean, I've seen some really funny, really amazing things, but I, I still love the part where people speak in another language or like an alien. That is, that is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And uh, just seeing these people's faces and what comes of this. I mean, we've done all sorts of things. Wasabi is a great one. Um, I don't I do not do nasty things to my volunteers, but if someone's... Uh, I shouldn't say but, I still don't do nasty things. We always check for uh, what's what. But in one particular show, I had a particular request for a gentleman who couldn't eat hot food. So he was convinced that he had terrible breath and he was given a, a toothbrush with toothpaste and told that uh, the toothpaste was wasabi and he... He brushed his little teeth till they were absolutely clean. It was hilarious. That's as far as I go. Everything else is always just fun, but that was a special request for a particular uh, Bucks night for that event, and it was absolutely hilarious. Wow. <laughs> and they obviously feel it after they come out of hypnosis, or do they not? Mm-hmm. No, no, when he came out. Um, the thing is with hypnosis, we're all constantly almost in a state of hypnosis, really, just as Isaac would have said, just depends on what level. Mm. So long as his belief uh, is that, that was wasabi, then it would stay like that, even if he went home. If he had regular wasabi after that, regular wasabi would taste like regular wasabi. But the power of his mind was telling him that right there, right then, that was toothpaste and it tasted minty. So it wouldn't affect him at any other point onwards. It's just like a dream. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. The power of the human mind is incredible, and it's constantly you know, a, brilliant, a brilliant thing to see just how powerful these people's minds are. Yeah, and I, I would imagine then that say at the end of your shows you have some of those participants come up to you and you know have any of them really kind of thanked you or let you know some kind of deeper story that has played out for them while they've been under hypnosis so something they've been able to every show 
every show they're all, always up, uh, talking about their experience and you know you get a lot of people from the audience coming up with other things they'd like fixed by hypnosis as well that happens every show but funnily enough the most popular comment after the show isn't by the volunteers it's by all the people that didn't go up and there's always a lot of people saying I wish I'd gone up and I can completely understand the apprehension with not going up because you see these hypnosis on TV humiliating people or just doing things where you think wow I'm so glad I didn't go on stage but this show in particular like I say they end up being the rock stars and the most popular comment is I wish I'd gone on stage so we end up getting a lot of people coming back to a second show to actually give it a try and you probably probably the biggest thing people get where I, I imagine when they're put under hypnosis is confidence like if you're under hypnosis you're just going to do stuff whereas the thing that yeah. holds most certainly holds me back is a lack of confidence and lack of kind of oh i couldn't i couldn't get up on stage and do stuff whereas if you're under hypnosis you kind of that barrier is gone and you kind of just get to show yourself Exactly. We just bypass that a critical point in your mind that uh, makes those decisions and goes directly in there. It's it's a wonderful thing to see, actually. It's funny you mentioned that. There was one gentleman that was on the right performing a lot of cruise ships and whatnot. One gentleman, he didn't go on stage in the show, but he, he called the show from down the back with his wife because he had a uh, rather intense issue with being in populated areas. So the poor guy on his cruise was only ever going around to the smaller, less busy areas, but they just caught a bit of the show. And I caught him up around the ship and he asked me about it. And we did a little session on there. And uh, later on that night, he was on stage partaking in one of the the games on the ship, not only hypnosis or anything, but just free of that inhibition. So it's a really lovely thing to see people blossom in their own mind. That's great. All right. Well, Mind Games, the comedy stage hypnosis show, Mind Games uh, from Phoenix, yourself, uh, at Gluttony's La Petite Grande uh, from the 13th to the 22nd of February. Tickets on sale through Fringe Ticks. And uh, more details, adelaidefringe.com.au and linkadelaide.com.au. So it's two shows. Uh, Great performer, obviously, yourself. Thank you very much for your chat today, Phoenix. And uh, have, Thanks, a, have an awesome Adelaide Fringe. Thank you very much. Take care. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.